So the other amazing thing that happened today, I had peak Twitter happened for me today. The incredible one and only Eric Levi in Melbourne tweeted that every time he uses the bathroom and puts the lid down, he thinks of me. And I just don't think That's anybody absurd. ever said anything that nice to me ever. It's amazing. The power of Twitter. <laughs> Go to the bathroom, put the lid down, think of me. It's great. Yes, girl. <laughs> So this is a new, exciting thing that we've been thinking about. I can't believe you didn't know about this. I think I try, I think I heard of Toilet Plume. I think you mentioned it a few months ago, but I really just put it out of my mind. And I, I was don't a, know how you can put it out of your mind. You have, you have a child who's, like you have three children, including one who's male. Like, don't you do poop jokes all the time? I well, just think it's... I just think it's this thing that would be so engaging for certain people. And it's like, it's, it's, it's a comedian's goldmine. Or a Unless horror show. I mean, Toilet Plume is a horror show. Okay, so... You're going to have Mac- to explain it. So Raina McIntyre was on a webinar this week and she explained, I'm not, su- I'm not sure of the paper, but it was somewhere in China or, North- or Korea where um, somebody had coronavirus on the 16th floor and then because of toilet plume aerosolized is it aerosolized feces i don't know aerosolized fomites feces whatever um it went up many flights and flights up you know through the plumbing or through the aircon or through the something and other people got sick many floors above with yep. toilet plume and then um on twitter the cannulator who i don't i don't know who that is but they're fabulous an anonymous twitter account put a youtube video of a toilet plume scientist and he put up this fascinating he put up this fascinating video where he showed how he mocks up a toilet and simulates contaminating a toilet with virus and then measures the plume and it was quite fascinating slash horrifying that after contamination it was up to 20 flushes before the contamination had cleared and then he talks about the energy behind the flush and then the (laughs) droplet contamination and this was a whole new world of experimental toilets and plumes and then it got me wondering about the toilet at work because, of course, we've avoided tea rooms, right? Uh, well, some of them have lids, some of them don't. None of them have got none of them have got windows. You know, we we haven't done tea rooms at work since March because we're worried no one's got a mask on. People are a bit close, maybe. There's no ventilation. Too many people. And now it's toilets. So does this mean we can't eat at work or pee at work? It's a horror show. Uh, well, look, it is a horror of a year, but I do think <laughs> the message is, and like I thought it was really interesting that somebody else commented and they said, yeah, we learned that as kids. Um, you know, there's, it's not just COVID. There are other um, <laughs> viruses and other bacteria that happen in the plume, which is why... Um, particularly um, if you've had a bowel motion, you need to close the lid when you um, flush the toilet. 
But um, as was pointed out, and I don't actually know what the safety reason is why lots of toilets in hospitals and institutions and schools don't have lids, but apparently there are lots of institutions that the toilets don't have lids and so therefore you wouldn't be able to close the toilet um, lid, which would have, and I know I was having a conversation with someone from one of the private hospitals here in Melbourne and they were told, you know, that they needed to change all their PPE every time they went to the bathroom as well because, like, if they were wearing an N95, if they'd gone to the bathroom, then there was a risk that um, there would be <laughs> fomite on on the outside of the N95, even if they'd, <laughs> you know, wash their hands and all the rest oh of it. And so... <laughs> oh. I think, you know, it is one of the other reasons why engine involving... So so I think the key is, aside from the interdisciplinary or in, and interprofessional stuff about it, um, you also need that intersect, intersectoral component and engineers are so vital to this and us um, in healthcare admitting that we are not engineers and do not know a lot of things and need... Um, aerodynamic engineers and I don't know if they're the same engineers that look after toilets um, but also and some of that stuff in terms of what they're also doing looking at sewerage because um, I saw that they've now opened a fever clinic in Mackay uh, because um, they found um, virus in sewerage up there which may be because there's been um, a container ship off the coast with um, people on it with COVID. And so it might be historical from that. They're not sure, but they're opening a fever clinic to do testing as a precaution. See, I knew they were finding virus and poo and they were testing poo and working out where the virus was. I knew that, but I just didn't, I didn't really join the dots. I'm so <laughs> sure I, I'm so sure I sent you that paper. I blocked I it out so of my sure mind. I sent, okay toothbrushes need little hats on them you can't just leave a lone toothbrush yes. in the toilet because you cannot trust people and here's the key issue if you are at work it's not only that it should have the hat on it it should also be in the drawer because if you think about it the hat will have virus on it like like toothbrushes should not be in the open in a bathroom if the toilet is not in a separate room like and in then, a separate area oh, and then the issue is if you're at work and you're ducking out to the bathroom what's the ppe goggles face shield fit tested in 95 gown what's the recommended ppe for a bathroom break i think these are all good questions to put to twitter for the right engineering expert scientist <laughs> i think yep. that that's i think we, we should do i think we should attempt to find this information either through traditional research methods or twitter research methods we could put an ad out for toilet plume researcher you want to put an ad out or you yeah. just want to put a tweet out we need to de-silo ourselves and get a toilet plume researcher because this is a thing we we, we don't really know enough about yeah well we've we've, start, we've found our occupational hygienists and we didn't know any yeah. of them in march we've got a bunch of them and we've got a bunch of fit testers we've got occupational physicians we know about them now so we just need someone else to help well there's a whole group of aerodynamic engineer or or airborne uh virus engineering experts and they wrote um they've now got this living document on google 
Um, one of them probably either fits the bill or will know someone who fits the bill. I mean, there's got to be a world expert on this issue, right? We need to find them. Okay. That's a good job for the weekend. What do you reckon? Let's yeah, do I it. think let's do that. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.